Hey everybody, what is going on? And welcome back once again to a brand new episode of Sweeten Up, episode number 44. I am your host, Jeff Spencer, and I'm coming at you from my podcast studio located in the heart of the wonderful Newtown, Connecticut. Thank you so much for taking some time to join me today. I greatly appreciate it, whether you have for a while or you are today for the first time. It means a lot to all of us here at the podcast. As always, if you like what you hear on the podcast today, please be sure to subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts so that you never miss a future episode. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Sweeten Up Podcast. Also, if you have a suggestion for the podcast, want to write into the show, or would like to be a guest down the road, please reach out to us at sweetenuppodcast at gmail.com. Tons of emails are coming through. We really appreciate your support. We're getting back to them as quick as we can, so thank you so much. Real quick, though, before we get to this episode, I just wanted to let everyone know that in a few more weeks, the podcast will be shifting to Danbury, Connecticut. I will be moving to Danbury, Connecticut. I have an apartment over there. Really excited about it. Definitely bummed about leaving Newtown. I love this town so much. You know, huge thanks to everyone in Newtown who has supported the podcast and supported and believed in me from the start. Uh, I wouldn't have been where I am today with, of course, my team, but the wonderful people of Newtown, Connecticut, who have had my back for too many years to count. So in a few weeks, we will be moving to Danbury, but nothing will change. Everything will keep going the same, uh, just different location. I look forward to getting to see my Danbury friends and starting a new chapter. With that being said, my guest on the podcast today is the great and powerful, the pizza god, Matt Stanzak. Matt Stanzak is the owner of the new Good Old Days Pizzeria and Cocktail Den that opened in December 2020 in the basement of Marigold's on Main, here in Newtown, Connecticut. Stanzak had worked as a consultant after selling his business in 2015, but was intrigued by the potential of this new space. He envisioned a new pizzeria concept in the basement space, once home to the inn's Proud Mary pub and music venue. He opened Good Old Days in late December, just a few weeks ahead of Marigold's, and quickly earned raves for his unique pies. Thin and crispy pizzas, which feed one or two guests, feature creative flavor profiles, soprasada with red onion, Calabrian chili sauce and honey, a white pie with baby kale, broccolini and green pesto, a mushroom goat cheese and butternut squash creation with garlic and rosemary. On top of that, he has square pies as well that are light and airy, and I keep going back for more and more. We had such a fun conversation live in the Sweeten Up podcast studio, covering all things pizza, his start in the industry, where his passion comes from, his culinary icons, and so, so much more. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, my friend, the pizza god, Mr. Matt Stanzak. Joining me on the podcast today, live inside the Sweeten Up Podcast Studio for our second in-person podcast for 2021, I am so honored to be having this conversation tonight with this individual who's sitting right across from me. It's an honor and a pleasure. He's the new partner of Good Old Days here in Newtown, Connecticut, Good Old Days Pizza and Cocktail Den, the great and powerful Matt Stanzak. Matt, thank you so much for joining me today, and how are you doing, my friend? Thanks, man. What an introduction. <laughs> great, man. Uh, of course. We just got off of a shift, right, on, the, on a snowy night in Newtown. 
Yeah. So just kind of. It was snowy. It was. It wasn't as bad as they thought it was going to be, though. No, I think this was that one storm of the year where they're like, oh, they hype it up and then yeah. not much happens. Yeah. You know, but everybody was scared off nonetheless. Yeah, true. Well, listen, I was glad to come by and to see you and to see your awesome bartender, Kyle. Amazing cocktails. Oh, my gosh. And Kyle never works down there, by the way. Really? No, it was oh like skeleton God. crew tonight, so he was just kind of... Oh, okay. That's what he was saying, but, but he, I didn't know. Oh, okay, gotcha. Usually got Shane, his kind of underling, right. uh, his protege is down there. Nice. You missed him tonight. Gotcha. Well, Kyle's great. Um, I look forward to meeting Shane for sure. You will. It was nice to meet Lizzie for the first time. Lizzie's the best. Slinging pies with you over there. She was. And she um, works harder than the guys. (laughs) Shout out, Lizzie. That's awesome. She does. And uh, well, listen. Thank you so much for joining me. This is great. It's a it's a nice snowy eve here in Newtown, and we're we're just hanging out, having a cocktail. But listen, with with COVID and everything, how how have you been? How's your family been? And um, how have you been? How have you been managed to get by during all this? Good, man. Uh, you know, everybody's been, you know, luckily nobody in the family has been affected. Immediate family, the babysitter did get COVID, and so we had like a, a little scare. I feel like, but other than that, um, everybody kind of quarantined a little bit. Nobody's been sick. You know, both our moms are still around. Nice. Um, which is great. That's and, awesome. Yeah. Um, we've missed seeing them, I think, as much as we normally do. But luckily, knock on wood, nobody's gotten it. Uh, you know, we've been kind of laying under the radar, definitely not going out as much. And, uh, you know, it's mostly just like grocery store, work, home, right? Right, right. Uh, we've, no, been, of we've been living that life, right? Right. Or if we do something, it's outside or around the fire pit or something. But yeah, thanks for asking. Everybody's been good. Healthy. No, of course you know, and happy. So that's really great. That's good. That's tremendous. Yeah. Let's get right into it. I mean, your passion for food, was it always just pizza or was it a mix of just everything? And when, when did it start? When did you really decide to get into that industry? I think subliminally it was pizza way back when, right? Because you remember as a kid, what, how you found joy in certain foods and stuff. But yeah, just kind of growing up, like most people or most cooks or chefs, you know, I was exposed to food from my grandmothers or my my parents who cooked and stuff. But I don't know, it was just uh, pizza was always like a joyous thing, right? Like Friday night, my dad would bring home pizza from a local place, you know, and it was a special thing. It was a treat, right? For us, at least. Oh, yeah. Um, So I think when I think back to where I'm at now, you know, like obsessed with pizza, I think back to those days, you know, like where it kind of started and what what made me happy and why I like it so much now, you know, and I think so I think the seed was kind of planted early on when I was young. We didn't make it at home growing up. We really didn't. We didn't make focaccia or sheet tray pizza or anything like that. But I think, you know, the seed was kind of planted when I was young for sure. And where did you grow up? Is the area that you grew up in, did it have really good pizza? Was it something no, like that? No, I grew up across the border in, in uh, New York, you know, and uh, suburbia. It wasn't like, nothing was great, you know, but to me, I liked it. So, uh, right? It's always like, think about your childhood, right? It, you, the earliest memories of pizza resonate with you still, right? Where it was, could have been a shitty place, but it was great to you, right? Exactly. So I think that's kind of the earliest memory of... That's very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you remember the first uh, pizza you, you ever made? Mm. I mean, it definitely wasn't... It wasn't at home. 
You know, it was probably at a restaurant somewhere. Cool. So no, specifically, I do not. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So definitely talk to me about how in 2009, you decided to open Stanziato's in Danbury. And please forgive me if there was something else you were doing before then that you would like to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I I had been, you know, cooking since I went to culinary school, you know, since you know 98 99 goes way back oh wow so i had been tooling around the restaurant world and 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 such for a while in some places we cooked pizza um but it wasn't a focal point at all you know and then i started kind of traveling and you know we went to me me and a buddy went through italy and nice uh, you know came back started kind of going to the iconic places in brooklyn and I don't know, there was a pizza resurgence going on in the city in Brooklyn in 2004, 2005. It started to become kind of a, an artisanal thing. Chefs were doing it. And that's kind of when I was like, hmm, I was like, you know, maybe we can kind of make this a, a thing. But I also had reservations because I felt a little guilt. I was like, oh, man, you know, you've been cooking in, in real restaurants, cooking real food to just do pizza. You know, I was like, but I got over that real quick, you know, and uh, <laughs> and I don't know, I just kind of went full geek mode on it, you know, and just started really uh, researching things, toying around, messing around, and and we moved up to Danbury. I was with a girl at the time. I was living down in Westchester. We moved up, and I just started looking for a place, you know, and it, luckily, the you know, that spot, which is a great spot now, right? It's it's pretty oh, amazing. It's, it's still up and coming, I think, Mill Plain, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, and the rent was stupid cheap, you know, and was able to get in there and and just, you know, put my head down and and go for it, you know. So that's kind of how that started. That's really cool. That yeah. that's great. And you know, what was the concept at first? Like what are what were some of the things that you were doing like It was really just heavy, so we started with the wood fire, which was kind of new to the area, mm. but it was and the personal size, right? Which people weren't mm. really having. They're like, well, right. "What do you mean it's just personal size?" And right. It was it was really introducing that style to the area almost, you know? Mm -hmm. So we were just going it was mainly a pizzeria. I wasn't interested in doing entrees and veal scallopini and stuff like that i was really just i wanted to focus on putting out a really good pizza you know with a little bit of salad sprinkled in here a couple apps you know but it was mainly it's mainly to me it was a pizzeria you know what's your thoughts on new haven style and with everything that's going on right now and how they're trying to make the the pizza the connecticut's food and you know what, what's your thoughts about a beats and all that love it yeah yeah i mean uh it, it always seems like People love it. People love New Haven style, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And all the places up there have been there forever. They're all still crushing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. That's great. I mean, yeah. New Haven is great. It's just like a... It is. It's a, it's a really, great city. There's a lot to do. Super yeah. diverse. It's a yeah. great food city. It's got everything, right? Yeah. No, it does. So you sold Stanziato's in 2015. Then after that, what were you doing? And then definitely talk about how... That culminated into good old days pizzeria yeah. and cocktail. Then. Uh, so I sold that. We we did a little bit of traveling the first year, um, you know, and then I just kind of I wanted to get back in the game somehow. I wasn't really interested in opening a spot, right? You know, um, so I I really just kind of tooled around. I did some consulting for three to four years, oh, you know, cool. helping helping people open up, uh, helping some friends open some places up, kind of get systems and in, in place and. Uh, so I pretty much did that for a little while. Uh, I had a, a little food truck. It was called Eggs, which we did like breakfast and stuff you like that. You had eggs? Yeah. I did eggs 
over at Holbrook Farm, which was fun. Here. And I want to bring eggs back someday because there's still a legion out there, and I still love cooking breakfast. Um, I would go to Holbrook all the time yeah. and hit eggs in it the morning. Great. So we did that. Unbelievable. We only did that for a year, <laughs> though. It was like maybe a little over a year. Uh, but then we moved up you know, to the woods in Pauling, and uh, I didn't want to drive almost an hour at like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning <laughs> to, to sit on a truck. But so, right. so I did that, which was fun. Um, You're responsible for many things that I enjoy. It's, cool. It's, it's unbelievable. Cool, yeah. And then <laughs> me and Clark have always kept in touch. You know, we've been friends for years, and during the pandemic, when the whole thing with with the Newtown Inn was going on, uh, he said, why don't you come over and take a look and see what's going on? So I toured it one day, and, uh, you know, we we I wasn't really interested in what was going on upstairs, you know, the enormity of the business and the catering, and it's not really my style. God bless Clark for, for going that route. Yeah. You know, and I think, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a thriving, awesome business, especially at oh, event it's, space. Oh, it's going to pay off. For sure. It's going to be amazing. You know, now they're kind of like, you, you know, they're in it now, right? It's like pandemic. We just opened in the winter, got snowstorms every fucking week, you know? So it's like, it's, it's tough. unbelievable. Yeah. It's tough, but. What, like, what else could life throw at you this, you know? Like, yeah, but they're, you know, Clark and Kate are both very positive and people so you know oh, they, they, they see they see that it's gonna pay off for oh, yeah. sure oh yeah they got what it takes and totally then, and then totally some. totally yeah so you know then we kind of went downstairs and we're looking around it was like this old creepy like swingers den you know it, it needed a lot of work down there but we both kind of came up with the idea we're like we should do pizza down here you know so that's when that idea was formed and uh you know it took six seven months to make it come to fruition with setbacks and just everything but uh here we are it's such a great space you know it like is. i was like i was saying with you it's so cozy it's inviting it's warm it is not only because of the giant fireplace and the pizza oven but it's just i don't know it's 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 got it's this got a good comfortable vibe comfortable homey vibe to it yeah. um you almost feel like when you see the snow outside the window like you're in you know a warm basement bar in like vermont on the edge of like a a, a ski mountain or something Agreed. like that like, yeah i it's think just, the the fireplace to me is reminiscent of something in like the adirondacks or lake placid it's huge yeah like it, it belongs up in a lodge yeah you know yeah you um, feel like you just skied all day and you're just you're warming up by the yeah. fire with some pizza and a nice cocktail totally <laughs> so i mean so everyone get over there i mean come on like what else do i have to say <laughs> So the name Good Old Days. Yeah. How did you come to that? Just I don't know. I was sitting home during the pandemic, right? Early early on. And, and you said I miss the good old days. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of it just worked. It was like it's such a phrase in our society that we all use. Mm. Young and old, you know, uh oh, the good old days, you know, and yeah, uh. and it just kind of hit. I was like, "Ooh, good old days pizza." You know, started doing up a little logo and it just kind of I I don't know. I really like it. I think it it resonates with a lot of people, the name, you know. It totally does. Yeah, I love it. You know, I was like, "Good old days." I was like, "That's awesome," because it does. You know, re- you know, it it does give you that feeling like, "Oh, I'm going to come here and it's going to remind me of 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 something I miss." And yeah. that's kind of what that's kind of what "Good Old Days" does for me, for sure. I mean, it's a combination of places that I used to like that aren't around anymore, or maybe some place that is far from me and I can't get out there that much. But but this this really does it, and then some. And definitely talk to me about the the pizza oven. It's yep. a very, very unique pizza oven. I'm not really sure I've yeah, seen another one. So, so a lot of like pizza geeks will know. It's a pizza master, which is a newish oven to kind of what's going on in this country uh, to, to be brought over here. 
It's from Sweden. Uh, it's like new technology. It's an electric oven, which is kind of rare. You know, and you can, the, the reason we decided to go with that oven is the versatility. You know, there's two decks on it. We only have two decks. You can get three, but you can do different styles in it. So you can cook, you know, uh, a Sicilian, you can cook a Neapolitan style, you know, at different temperatures. So there's a lot of different uh, ways that you can use the oven. Uh, it's sexy. It's got, you know, it's very shiny with stainless, a couple clear windows on there. Um, but the oven, yeah, it does look like a little spaceship, right? Yeah, it does. We squeezed it in that space. Squeezed <laughs> it. It doesn't belong down there, really. It's, you know. But what we realized is early on, we're like, it's too small. It's too small for the space, you know, for the volume, the right. pandemic pizza that's going on, like the volume that we're pushing out, it's too small. So I'm glad you brought that up, the volume and how things have been. How yeah. how how slow have things been? <laughs> yeah, we've been lucky. It's been, you know, a lot of takeout. We, we're only, we only have... With the guidelines, I think 30 seats down there. So it's very manageable to handle the, the flow that goes on in there. It's just the volume of takeout, you know, and the learning curve that, you know, went on. We had t- a tough time the first, I think, three weeks, you know, trying to, you know, corral in the amount of orders and the wait times, you know, in addition to trying to train the staff, you know, figure out the flow of our little area right there. It was, you know, it was definitely challenging. I think we're getting it now, but, uh, yeah, that little tiny space down there. I knew you guys were doing well when I kept getting calls and texts from tons of people, a um, bunch of my friends, people in town saying, I, I've been calling and calling and calling and I, I can't get through. I've been calling for hours and I can't get through. line issues. We had to like and- upgrade to commercial <laughs> lines. And I said, hey, listen, it's a good thing. Don't worry about it. You'll be taken care of. Like I had the same, you know, I went through the same thing. It's a good thing. It means they're doing well. Yeah. It means the pizza is fire. Oh, I didn't think it, <laughs> I didn't think it was for the first few weeks, you know, but I think I'm starting to finally become happy with the product. You know, it's getting there slowly. Yeah. Um I love it. I know, love it. Thanks, man. Heat of the moment. Definitely tell me about how that came together. Just it's think about it. We're hitting all the senses. Sweet, spicy, salty. You know, um, it's a great pie. I think that's yeah, that's what's unique about that pie. Absolutely love that pie. Cool, so good. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got on the menu? Like so, like you're uh, saying, it's not all pies. So that was the some, other idea. Is, you have is, some salads and yeah, we were gonna. You know, we're like, oh, we want to do smoked wings. We want to do like you know, just uh, bar food too. But there's no room, man. We have no room. I'd li- I'd like to actually show you one day. Come around and, and show you. It's just we don't have the space to 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 keep things, you know, to refrigerate things. So it's really just pizza right now. Uh, we do the square style and we do the thin and crispy rounds. A uh, couple salads, um, you know, but we can't do much more. We just don't have the room. We're, we're way too busy. We can't clog the oven up with extra saute pans and sizzler pans. So it's mainly, you know. It's a pizzeria. We're going to have a couple dope salads that change out, you know, frequently, uh, you know, always. And the pizza menu will change here and there, too, Yeah, right? we change okay. it weekly. Because some people also said, like, wait, the menu's, like, changing. And I'm like, yeah, like, you got That's kind of our thing. That's their know? thing, yeah. It's like if something's not flying out, you know, or we have something, another great idea, or there's an ingredient that comes into season, let's throw it on. So, yeah, I mean. I love it. It'll ebb and flow like that. We'll I kind love of, it. I think it's great. You know? I think that's a that's a, a great idea because it keeps things interesting. 
Yeah. Who doesn't like that? Who and if doesn't you like call a surprise? up and you're like, hey, I love the roasted cauliflower pie. Can you still do it? We'll try. You know, yeah. I mean, chances are we can, but yeah. we'll tr- we always try to accommodate. Yeah. You know? And I think one thing was that square pies aren't something you see too much. So, like, I, well, not in this area, yeah. uh, you know, at least in my opinion, I mean, grandma and grandpa pies are like two of my favorite pizzas of all time over there in long island and you know i think when people saw that you were doing square pies and you were doing more than just one style and it wasn't sicilian it was kind of like its own thing i think people really gravitated to that like crazy and i think that's why now you squares are only during the week, right? Because no, it's just, we're doing them every oh, they're night back? again. Oh, yeah, they're, back. they're back. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, so because I remember before you, before it was only during the week, and I thought, man, are you know, people we couldn't people yeah, really we, like square pies. I think that really blew them away. That we do them every night. They again. were we, options. We figure out a way to to offer okay more cool. of them every night. Perfect. Yeah. All right, perfect. Because I think that was one thing that people um are are really. You don't see that too much. Right. A, a lot of square pies, a lot of options and stuff like that. And um, yeah, it's an, it's definitely a niche. It's nice. Yeah. You know, what, what we're doing, it's not for everybody. I hope it is, but, you know, uh, not everybody loves squares, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess. I've never met anyone that doesn't like a square, but um, especially not a square from good old days. Right. But, uh, it's just different. But yeah. Have you ever had, the, you know, speaking of that, have you ever had the Detroit style that, that, people keep seeming to talk about that's yeah, popping up more and yeah. more. What's your thoughts on Well, Detroit a lot style? of people think we're doing Detroit style. Oh, okay. Which we're really not. The true Detroit is cooked in that black steel pan, the square right. one. Right. But it's more like they call it a frico crust. It's like the cheese crust gets down into the edges. We're not doing exactly that. Uh, I think it's more of a hybrid between like grandma, Detroit, and like Pizza Hut or something like that. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. But I love Detroit. If you go down to the city, like Emmy Squared, you know, Jet, uh, who else is doing it down there? Um, oh, Lions, Tigers, and Squares. Oh, that's There's an awesome place name. Down there called that, yeah. <laughs> that's an awesome name. Um, but, but yeah, I, I've never been to Detroit, so I haven't had the authentic stuff. But the places in the city that I just mentioned I've been to, and I love it. So you've probably been all over eating pizza from all over, everything like that, studying it, researching it, like you said. Yeah. Where where do you, th- in your opinion, where's the best place to get pizza? Hmm. I don't know. Around here or down, down anywhere, south? Anywhere. Anywhere. I don't know. I think the thing that started it for me was in, uh, was in Lu- a place called Lucali, which is in Brooklyn. Oh, Th- yeah. They opened in like 2004. He was on Vice a lot. Yeah, yeah. Mark Iacono. Yes. The thing that really hit me was I walked into that place. and Oh, you've been there. Oh, man. You know, it's like a little room. It's in, it's in a neighborhood, you know, and the, you, you smell the smoke when you walk in. It's dimly lit. He's he's rolling pies by, you know, by candlelight, you know, and it was really romantic. And that kind of sparked the thing for me. I I don't think you can get in nowadays. It's like. So that place, yeah, tons of celebrities go there all the yeah, time. Now. Yeah, that, that place resonates <laughs> with me. Um, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't really get out much anymore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what made you want to live in Pauling? Because that, because uh, that is pretty out there. Are you are you kind of like a woodsy guy? Or? Yeah, okay, totally. You know, we oh, okay, were cool. just driving around. Teresa, my wife's friend, kind of lives in the area. She was r- riding by one day and was like, "You got to check." We were looking for a house. You know, we were we were looking, I think, in two affluent areas. I was looking in like North Salem, you know, and once you get into tax bracket there. So we decided to go more north. Uh, she her friend found a place that was, you know, that needed work. It was like an old farmhouse. 
And uh, we, you know, we there was an old lady living there, an old widow, and we went to meet with her, threw an offer in, got it, you know, and I love living up there, man. It's off the grid. It's quiet. There's not a lot of people up there, but they're, um, it's a cute little town. It's, you know, it's on the train line. We walk into the village. One of my favorite things to do is during a snowstorm is like walk with the dogs into the village, you know, and uh, yeah, I just, I like that slow, quiet, you know, it's like Newtown. It's very quiet and tranquil, you know, so it's just almost an hour away, you know, but yeah, that's what brought us up there. That's cool. That's very cool. I mean, you know, here where I am right now, um, you know, I'll be living in Danbury in two months, but you know, like we were talking about here where I am, it's like seclusion. It's like the same. Yeah. It's quiet. Like, yeah. It's quiet. It's peaceful. So I totally get that. I totally get that, that aspect. I mean, right across the street, we have Castle Hill farm, pumpkin patch, corn maze. They sell Christmas trees, weddings. They do it all over there. Um, mm. really awesome space. They have food trucks that are there during the summer and stuff like that. Really awesome people. You know, speaking of awesome people, Definitely talk to me about the team that makes up good old days and, and you know, how crucial they are to everything that yeah. goes on. So I think that's one of the things that I'm most grateful for now is, is you know, before at Stanziato's, I felt like I did everything and, you know, maybe it was partially my own fault, right? It was like, you got to do everything. You got to do the <laughs> accountant. You got to do, you know, but now it's like, I feel like I have a team behind me. You know, um, I do have a team behind me. So it's, it's, it's Clark and Kate you know, who kind of, Clark kind of runs operations upstairs and, you know, they have a couple managers that are going on and, and, you know, as far as the bar program, you know, there's Kyle and, and, uh, and and our buddy Shane. Mm. So, so there's, there's help. It's like, I can really focus in on the pizza world and training people properly. And, you know, I have help in managing or, you know, and it's, it's constantly, everybody's, we're all consulting with each other you know, what needs to be tweaked, or I saw this, you saw that, you know, so it's, it's nice to have a team behind you, just kind of, you know, helping out. And uh, yeah, so it's been, that's been great for me. Yeah, when I, when I, whenever I get a chance to speak to, um, you know, chefs, restaurant owners, you know, people such as yourself, um, you know, that's one of the things they always say that it's just like having that team that you can rely on and trust is just, is, is everything. Um, Everything. It is just, huge i mean (laughs) it's it's you know danny meyer talks about that right culture yep it's like it's such an important part of what we do i mean between the long hours and and everything else it makes it easier if you enjoy going to work seeing the same people same faces you know so i'm very grateful that we have a good team there uh they're definitely helping me out you know and uh it's 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 nice that's great to have to do everything yeah no that's great you know Growing up or even now to this day, do you have any sort of, I don't know, idols, influences, whether in the food world or not, who really inspire you and, and uh, or is it just kind of inspiration that you sort of just give yourself? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's always, I always get inspired by people every day, you know, but I think I'm an 80s kid, 80s, 90s, right? So you had Jacques <laughs> Pepin, Julia mm. Child. Mm. Uh, Emerald, mm. you know, Mar- Bam. you remember, you remember early Mar- Molto Mario. Oh yes. You know, so uh, yeah, and we miss Mario. We do. Mario Battaglia. Yeah, yes. we do. Terry Lodge in New Haven. I love. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Love it, right? Love it. So hopefully he comes out of hiding one day and yeah. blesses us again. But yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm always just inspired by anybody who's passionate about something and works hard 
you know, and always wants to get better, you know. But uh, yeah, the, growing up, that was kind of it. Obviously, Bourdain, you know, any cook, any chef loves Bourdain. I feel like there was, there was, especially towards the end of his life, the, uh, what was the last show he did? It was, uh, I, I know it wasn't No Reservation. I was a big No Reservation. Uh, yeah, it was no Reservations. past No Reservations. Uh, um, Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown, yes. So yes. I think, yeah, that, like, that was some of his best work. If you watch those, that series. Yeah. You know, and, uh, uh, it was, you know, it's, we miss him, obviously. He was a big inspiration for a lot of cooks, but, um. It was funny when he ate with Obama. He knew how to just talk to people and just yeah. have, he, he just a great conversationalist, storyteller. Right. So many things. I mean, just awesome guy. And, you know, and speaking of Anthony Bourdain, I mean, obviously, I'm sure you were devastated, but, you know, when you found out, what were, what were your thoughts? On do you, I mean, do you remember how you felt? Right. Yeah. It was. It was like you, you. We didn't know him, but you felt like you lost a you family. Felt member. like you lost a family member. The text started rolling in from friends. Yo, did you? Did you, you know? hear? It's like, yeah. Man, oh my. It God. was a heavy day, man, and yeah. it was. Uh, we didn't know him. You know, we we really didn't know him. But uh, it was funny when I had Stanziatos. I was always one of my good customers. Um, she would. She did yoga with his wife. Oh wow! And was in Ridgefield somewhere, and was oh, always wow. like, "Hey, I'm gonna bring him in one day. Bring him in. I'm gonna bring." I'm like, "You have to." Oh. Never happened. Oh, but uh, Isabel, Isabel, I shout out only, Isabel. I can only imagine. Oh, but man. Uh, he would have loved you. Oh man, that would have been awesome. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was a weird thing, right? When you found out, it was kind of very devastating, and somebody we didn't know, and it really it hit kind of the world. People that didn't know who he was. I remember listening to like Howard Stern. He didn't know who he was. Like, how does Howard Stern not know who you know Bourdain was? So yeah. Anyway, not to make it heavy, but no, he was a big inspiration. Obviously, you know, uh, his book came out when I was at culinary school, like in ninety nine, two thousand. Wow. Um, and everybody was reading reading that and got into it, you know, and that kind of that kind of made him blow up. I think that book, Kitchen Confidential. Yeah. You know? No. No. It 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 definitely did. I mean unbelievable book. And one big thing that I always like to remind people, especially during this pandemic, is that, you know, you really got to support restaurants because these are the folks that make your special moments that much more special. Like when you want to yeah. celebrate, you go out to the restaurant and they're the ones who, who make it memorable because. Yeah, I think, I and, think I'm, I'm definitely as, uh, as much in awe of people that work in restaurants or hotels or any hospitality. Sure. You know, just the sacrifices they make and single single mothers, single fathers. You know, people grind. They're like it's a grind this industry for sure. You got to love it or else don't do it, you know. Uh so I think what I take away is just the the people that are in it and um how hard they work for sure. You know? Yeah. No, it, it crazy work. I mean, so many friends in the restaurant industry and you know you rarely ever see them because they're just head down working hard making sure that people have good meals and have good experiences and yeah. you know when this whole thing happened i was just like we gotta help restaurants we gotta help these folks because because cool. if because if you guys go away where are we gonna go to celebrate our birthdays or our happy moments or to just get away or to see our friends or to have a special memory and night out we're That's not true. yeah that is one big thing that I was trying to remind people, like, hey, like, come on, like, this is, you know? <laughs> Get the word out, Jeff. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good work you're doing. Yeah, yeah for just, sure. All I'm really doing is just showing appreciation, love for all, 
everything that all these business owners and people have done for me in my entire life. That's cool. it. It's just appreciate. It's just appreciation and and just showing respect and giving it back. I mean, that, that's it. I mean, you know, without without people such as yourself and everyone else who comes on, there you know, there's no podcast. There's no stories. And like we were saying before, everyone has a story. Yeah. And definitely tell me about how you wanted to get into podcasts, and you're you're a big fan of podcasts. Yeah, I was commuting down to Porchester from Pauling, which is a good hour and change. Oh yeah, and uh, I just started getting into podcasting, listening to podcasting. You know, I had satellite radio, but I kind of I, I started to get into various podcasts, and uh, I don't know. I've I've always kind of been intrigued by people's stories, you know, in the food industry, whether it be growers, uh, wine producers, you know, what, what's your story? You know, how did you get here? And I think Stern obviously is the most popular interviewer of all time. I've always been a Stern fan, but yeah, March hit. I was like, I want to start a podcast. So I had a friend do up a logo, bought some equipment and that's been, so it's been almost a year. I've done nothing with it. Right. But I have a bunch of people that I'm inspired by, whether it be friends or not friends that I, I just, I want to get their story. How did you get, how did you get to where you are today? You know, it's like, it's fascinating. I think people's stories. So, um, totally agree. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's very similar to, to what you're doing and why you got into it. Right. Yeah, totally agree. Um, it's just, I have an interest in, in people and I'm inspired as well. So that's it's like i'm looking at like a reflection of myself that's what i tell people all yeah, the time they're like why know, do you do that like why I, do you and i i learned a lot <laughs> listening to people honestly people's stories i learn a lot i continue to listen to them when oh, i drive to work now my commute now so i i learn a lot from from hearing people talk and you know other people's views and such so you grow yeah i i feel like i'm being enriched by by listening to these people as well it's it's like an audiobook almost right so, so I get a lot out of it and, um, hopefully I'll be able to get, I don't have much time now I feel like, but, but, but I want to, I, I have, you know, a list of, of people that I want to, you know, get their story and eventually hopefully it'll happen, you know? That's so that's awesome. why I wanted to get into it. Same reason as you did. That's awesome. And I hope we can help make that happen. I, I would love to be a part of that cool. any way I could to, to help you out and make that happen. Thanks. Because I think it'd be great. And like I said to you before, you have a great voice for podcasting. <laughs> yeah, the, the, that creepy, the creepy deep bass. The baritone. You got the baritone, man. It's great. It's great. So Newtown, how, is it, how have you felt about the Newtown community? I mean, you know, first time having a business here in Newtown. So what's the reception been like with everyone? And yeah, so I'm how, still, how do you love the town? <laughs> I'm still learning the demographic, gotcha. you know, like as far as uh, I like to cook the way I like to eat. So I'm, I'm going to cook towards my palate and hope that, you know, people of Newtown are like, yeah, I like that one, you know. And I don't know. I think it's been great. It's obviously a, 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 a becoming much more a food town, right? There's a lot of great restaurants, a lot of great bars. So yeah, I just, I'm still figuring the demographic out during a pandemic. Um, but it's been great. We have a lot of pizza places. A lot of pizza. People like to joke with me. Oh, Mark another, from MySpace another, told me. <laughs> Mark from MySpace was like, I call it MySpace. MySpace. He says, oh, you're, he says, oh, another pizzeria. I was like, no, Mark, don't worry. This is something different. But yeah, people, that's the one thing I get is, oh, another pizzeria. You know, Newtown has a million pizzerias. But uh, one's opening in Sandy Hook shortly, or maybe already has. I don't know. I don't. I don't get down towards that area of Newtown too yeah, much. But I mean, I guess um, the, the demographic can kind of handle it. People, you know, 
We love pizza. People love pizza. It's a it's a big thing. It's a Connecticut thing, a Newtown thing. Um, your I don't pe- know. Your pizza is all over the place. I see your pizza on social media all the time. <laughs> <laughs> One day we have to count the number of pizzerias in Newtown. Yes, you know we have a great uh, great pizza battle. Everyone gathers on both sides and fix bayonets and UMC UMC it. <laughs> I'll MC it up in my up in a tower <laughs> high above so I don't get hurt. <laughs> so listen, um so with good old days, uh you know, what are some things you're kind of hoping for the future or you're just kind of stay on the trajectory right now or what's your thoughts? Who knows, man. Uh I mean, we have grandiose plans, of course, you know, we'd like to We'd like to do more in different demographics, you know, but the industry is in such limbo right now. You know, uh, we just want to make this place really awesome and see what a post pandemic world is like in our industry, you know, and uh, but we we like the brand. We like what we have going on, you know, so let's we're still figuring it out as well. Right. We've only been open almost two months, you know, so we're still figuring it all out. But we believe strongly in what we're doing there. We got an awesome team, you know, so who knows, man? Who knows? Maybe more of them. I don't know. So at the end of a long day, you know, you go home and and maybe, you know, maybe you're craving pizza and you want to make a pizza. What would be the style that you would eat? What's like, what's your favorite when you just want to, when it's just you and you're just chilling and, you know, not like, not like going out or anything like that, but. You know, what's your favorite style to make when you're just, you know, when you're just in the in the mood for just something simple, so to speak? I mean, probably nothing anymore. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was I feel like that's the whole the whole thing of the pre of the pan, early pandemic was like me at home experimenting with this style, you know, eating pizza every night, you know, engorging the fam. It's like pizza, pizza. <laughs> but now I don't know. Now I don't really uh, maybe I'll take a pie home. That's that's the new thing I've been doing is like taking one home, see how it travels. Or does it eat cold, like, you know, stuff like that? Yeah. But, uh, like, still this style, thin. Is that your favorite style, the thin, the thin and crispy? Right, right now it is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I was saying to um the bartender, Kyle, tonight, I was saying, you know, Dave Portnoy from Barcelona Sports, that's his favorite style, the thin and crispy, the bar, the bar uh, pie style. Yep. And uh, I was saying, it's probably not going to be too much longer until he ends up coming by, because... Well, I hear that's like the kiss of death, right? Like, oh, is it? Yeah, because <laughs> people come from kind of all over, right? And uh, then your regu- <laughs> then your regulars can't get in. True. But he was just up in New Haven, I think he was, and he declared last it last year. So yeah, he declared it the pizza capital of the world. So he would have probably come through at that time, but who knows? Uh, I still want it. I still want the product to get to where I think it can get consistently before he rolls through and then we can get like an accurate score you know that's what i'm saying man down yeah. the road he's gonna down come the by road, who as knows? soon as you dial it in and you're gonna get it's gonna be the first 10 in my oh opinion. whoa in whoa my- whoa <laughs> who got who got the highest score sally's S- sally's nine something i think they got a nine four a nine four or a nine one it, yeah. something like that i'm pretty sure that's the highest rate locale locale in brooklyn got something high too yeah he I doesn't mean, give out nines very often right it's not no he doesn't no no he does not he does not it's so, usually sevens or or high eights yeah but what a what a whole thing that's become in a very short time yeah you no know? it's it's crazy i mean he gets millions and millions of views um for all those and he's been to so many places so many. and i'm on the hole app. in the walls yeah Oh, you're the, on the app. The one too. byte app? Yeah. It's interesting. It's do you, interesting. Do you uh do you post on there? 
A little bit here yeah. and there. I do. Huh. I do. Um, every once in a while, because I think it's fun, and I think it definitely you know helps out the businesses for sure. Sure. And um, you know, I think it's funny too. They have so they have this thing where if you turn on your location on the app. If you're nearby a place, he's gone. It'll alert you on your phone. Okay. So one night I got pizza. Um, it was actually the the week I recovered from COVID. Mm. As soon as I was free to go out, I went over to Sally's and got takeout. Um, or not Sally, sorry, Roseland and okay. Derby, Derby. One of my favorite places to go, other sure. than good old days, of sure. course. And uh, absolutely amazing. And I just remember getting close to the building. And I was a little early, so I kind of did like a little loop around, and I got like within a mile of the building, and my phone started to buzz. And when I stopped at the stop sign, I looked at my phone, and it goes, and it said one by app, you know, you're near Roseland, uh, you know, Pizza in Derby, you know, Stool Presidente went there and gave it an eight six or something. They like got that. a high score. You should check it out. And I'm just like, well, yeah, I got pizza. I'm driving in there. But what's your thought of Roseland? You like Roseland? Love it. Yeah, love it. Yeah, we did a. It was like the summer we wanted to get out. Me and my buddy Jim Albano, we hit up Roseland, we hit up Zuparties, Zuparties. West Haven, so which good. is like to me your 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 every like if I could have an everyday pizzeria, you know, just just neighborhood style, uh, that would be it. You know, just just yeah. The, just the ladies who run that place, um, really really great, and they have um, THC, the hops company. Mm. Um, over there in uh, Derby, West. Derby, I believe. Right? Oh, oh Derby, yeah, just near Orange, right? Kind of like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh my God, that haven't place, been there. But that yeah. place is great. They do a breakfast pizza over there. Um, that I've heard is just out of this world. I haven't had it, cool. but I hear it's incredible. Um, do you know too much about Best Pizza and uh, Frank Pinello? Yeah, I mean, I've been there. Yeah, that pizza show that was really cool. Yeah, which I wish would come back, right? Me too. Oh, my God, me too. Yeah. I'm so glad he, I'm not So he's on. another culinary guy who graduated culinary school. Yeah. And, and now he's like a pizza guru, right? Yeah. I don't know. I've never met the guy. I've been to the whole, uh, they have a, a pizza expo every year in Vegas and Atlantic City. And, um, you know, I've seen him and stuff there. But, but uh, yeah, I've been down there. He's kind of famous for the sesame crust. Yeah, the white pie with ricotta, caramelized onions, and sesame crust, which inspired we did we did a pie, you know, the first month or so with some sesame. But but uh, yeah, he's you know he's kind of a little OG down there, and 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 he's built up a little a great business. Yeah, and you see like offshoots. He has one in Montauk now. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, he has up in the Hudson Valley. He's helped out a couple people people near Shell. He's helped out a guy. So, yeah, he's, you know, he's a great um, voice in the pizza world for sure. Yeah, he is great. And I miss, I miss, I miss that show. I miss the pizza show. Yeah. Um, just, just so good. He was great. He was so good at what he's he did. He's a humble, like, yeah, just, really passionate, likable guy. I love following him on social media. Get him on the pod. Really Get cool. him on the pod. I should reach out. Yeah. <laughs> I should reach out. That's super great. Yeah. So a few more things before you go, and thank you so much, Matt, for joining for sure, me. For sure, um, You were talking about a pizza expo. What's that? Yeah, so it's basically like a, uh, uh, what's the one for nerds? Uh, Comic-Con. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't edit, <laughs> don't edit out nerds. We love nerds. No, we love nerds. Um, it's basically a Comic-Con for pizza freaks. You know, um, they, they shut it down since COVID's been going on. Of course, yeah. But the next one is in Vegas, I think, this summer. And it's essentially, you know... Um, all the all the best pizza aiolos from over the country come come there. Uh, you know, you get tomato people, distributors. You get oven people that go and and it's open to the public, but also it's industry. It's a lot of industry people. 
So um, you basically it's in, in in a convention center, you know, and it's probably like a two or three day event. You kind of walk around, you get to shake hands with pizzaiolos or you get to test out different ovens. And, you know, if you're if you're interested in opening a new pizzeria, you can kind of see what's going on there. So, yeah, it's it's a pizza expo. You could probably Google it, you know, um, and it's like a comic con for pizza nerds. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait till the next one. It's a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That sounds great. They have that... a pizza competition, too. They do, uh, like, different styles. They'll do, like, best, you know, Sicilian or best uh, Neapolitan or whatever. Is that the one that Frank went to in the show where they do the the, yeah. the tossing yep. competition? Yeah. Revisit that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like something, like, everyone would want to go it's to. It's cool. It's, yeah. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Oh and a lot God. of these, like, big baller pizza aiolos, who've been doing it for, you know, 20, 30 years. They they wear like these jerseys with their names on the back. It's it's funny. This I'm little, like, this I'm little, like, dude, you just make pizza. Like, relax, you know? This little Caesars show up. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably there. They're probably there. It's cool, though. That's just, awesome. That's great. With everything that you've done, everything that you're doing, two-parter here, what is the best part or your favorite part about what you do? And what is the hardest part about what you do and what you've been doing? Uh, I don't know. I think my favorite part is it's just this industry is like every day, something different, mm. you know, uh, it's not like you're going to your office or another job. Like every day brings its own set of challenges. Every day is, is different. People's moods are different who you work with, maybe including mine, you know, but I think that, uh, every day you don't know what to expect and you always have to pivot and, and adapt to what's going on. It could be a customer complaint. It could be, you know, uh, managing an employee. Like every day is 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 really unique, and um, I think that's what I like about this industry. That's kind of what keeps me motivated and going. And what was the second part? Second question. What's the hardest part? Hardest part. Hmm. Maybe just juggling that balance. You know, right. It's kind of like I've always been searching that balance. Uh, training people properly. Um, that's, that's the one thing I've, I've really tried with this venture is like, you know, letting go of the reins and, and, and tootling people properly and showing them, you know, printing out recipes, proper recipes that people can follow and, and keep things consistent and, and just really kind of, you know, pass along what I've learned. And, uh, I think that's, that's, yeah, that's really it. If there was one thing that you could change or do differently from the past, what what would it what would it be if if anything? It's a heavy question, Jeff. <laughs> change something if I could change something. You talking like in if life the, or are you talking whichever. If there was something you could do differently. If if you look oh, back. Okay, what so would this you do is well just this just kind of hit me. It's like I, I wish I went to we took a trip to Italy, um, me, Teresa, Carlos and Nikki, a couple friends of mine. Um in 2017 and we went to like a small little village like a little trattoria you know husband and wife owned she was in the kitchen he was kind of working the front of the house and I said to myself man I wish I when I graduated culinary school I came to a place like this and just cooked learned right you know I, I don't know if it was I didn't have the confidence or I didn't or what it was but I think I, I wish I did that I wish I had that experience to kind of you know, cook in another country and, and absorb and grow. And, you know, now I'm like, I want to do that shit now. I want to, like, I want to do that now, you know? But um, 
I don't know. I don't know if that's a that answers your question, but definitely. I wish I had that for experience. Me, for was, me, putting you on the spot. Yeah, when I was younger, was I great. wish I kind of was like <laughs> was like in, intelligent enough to be like, just do it, man. Just you know, do this. On another note, what could you say to someone who maybe wants to start or open a restaurant, start a business, dabble into the industry, um, but maybe they haven't yet because they're you know they're not sure. You know they're they don't know if their idea is going to pan out. What what could you say to them? Oh man, I don't know. I think probably you know get a job or you know walk into a place that inspires you and you know ask to help out or you know ask to get it ask to whatever you know do anything and just absorb it right just kind of absorb it all and and uh and see where it goes yeah no, that would totally. really be it totally I mean, uh, just put your head down and you know ask questions there's no stupid questions right right of course i don't know i think that's probably it when you do get for uh some free time what do you like to do oh man just relax travel yeah i mean you know you could (laughs) we got a two-year-old so uh ruby keeps us busy it's kind of like just just spending time with her you know i'm 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 big on family especially now it's like it's it's tough to to see everybody and you know just kind of you know i feel like i go home at the end of the night and i'm like researching or like what can i tweak you know but but it's like slowing it down and just spending time with family i think for the pandemic put a lot of that into perspective for everybody, right? What's really important. So, I mean, I like all the, all the normal things, all the usual things, hiking and biking and, you know, but really I like just spending time. Time is something that is, is very important to me as I get older. I'm sure it is for you, you know, time, um, you know, it's huge, you know, and especially if you've lost somebody, we've all lost somebody close to us is like, I think then it even resonates more. It's like, wow, the people that are around, we really want to appreciate and celebrate, you know? So, um, couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's just like, I, I just want to spend time with family and, uh, you know, appreciate the little stupid things or, you know, uh, obviously cooking is huge in my life, you know, and it's cooking a, an awesome nourishing dinner. We're all, we're all kind of huddled around doing that. Like, those are the little things that I cherish, you know, on a daily basis. Simple, simple, simple pleasures. Yeah. No, that's... <laughs> that's it. That is really awesome. Matt, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and uh, and joining me here in the studio. This is great. Cool. Um, super chill. Like I was saying before, I felt like I've known you forever. I feel yeah, like we've been I th- friends I think forever. we have similar personalities, similar vibes. We're having like a stepbrothers moment here. <laughs> <laughs> great movie i know i know but um but yeah thank you so much for coming by and please please uh at this moment definitely let everyone know you know what days good old days is open how they can order you know coming in all that stuff jeff you know thank you for all that you do and you know putting people like me on and the new golds and of course you know seriously thank you it's awesome i I love it it goes both ways uh you make us look like celebrities we're normal people just like everybody else you're celebrities just like everybody else (laughs) so um you know we're open uh we're closed mondays and tuesdays right now because it's the winter doldrums and we want to have a we want to have two days at home with our families so uh we're open wednesday thursday friday just dinner four to whatever uh weekends were open all day saturday sunday so those are long days we're open all day uh and that's where you can catch us 
trying to perfect our craft. Awesome. And then if people want to get takeout, can they order online or not yet? Not or just, yet. Just by phone? Okay. We're figuring out the whole online thing. I know cool. people want that. Cool. Um, we Cocktails can to go? It. Cocktails to go, yes. We're trying to manage it, but just call up. Call our number up. Go go on the website. Um, and you got merch. You got merch. I'm gonna. I meant to bring you a shirt tonight, but oh, I was no. trying to get out of there. Oh my gosh! We got. I merch. will totally come and buy one. We got merch. We're you know, <laughs> we're trying to conserve spending, but we uh, will have more in the future. Cocktails are killer. Shane, Kyle, they're they're killing it there. So we always try to rep what they're doing. Oh um, yeah, drinking some drinking some good ones right now. Yeah, with your bougie with your bougie cubes. Bougie they're, cubes. They're perfect. But that's really it, man. It's it's a simple operation, you know? Just awesome. pizza. Just pizza. Awesome. And it's goodolddayspizza.com? Correct. Awesome. Yep. And that's where you can find Good Old Days. They're on Main Street in Newtown, a stone's throw from the iconic flagpole. Yeah. So you can't miss it. They're in the basement of Marigold's or the Dungeon? Is that The Dungeon. The Dungeon. And uh, it used to be the old Proud Marys for those out there that are like, wait, where exactly is that? So it's where Proud Marys used to be. Yep. Where the Newtown Inn used to be as well, that is now Marigold's. The New Golds came on. Definitely head back into our podcast uh, library and listen to that episode so you can get to know about the upstairs to Good Old Days Pizzeria and Cocktail Den. And Matt, one thing I ask all my guests before they leave me is considering Connecticut is the capital of pizza, when you are in New Haven, where's your favorite place to go, and what's your favorite place in Connecticut to get pizza in general? Whoa. I got to find your answer out about this, too. I don't know. I, I love, <laughs> listen, I love them all. I think my tastes have changed. Like, back in the day, I loved Sally's. I love Modern. I love Pepe's is the obvious choice, right? But sure. I think now I'm more of a Zupardi's guy. Okay. You know, like if I was going to drive up there, I want to hit that first. You know, na- it's a neighborhood feel. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go at, go outside of New Haven into West. Is it in West Haven or it's close to West yes. Haven? Yes. Yep. Yeah, let's go with that. But I love them all, man. They're all consistent, right? They've all been there forever. They're all delicious. Do you have a local favorite around here? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't go out. Okay. You know, okay. I, I really, uh, I honestly, I don't think in new in in uh, Newtown, I haven't had pizza. Okay. I will. I will. Okay. New but Silent no. Brewery makes a great bar pie. Dan. Yep. Dan Dan's Fisher. Our, yeah. Dan's one of our friends. Dan Fisher. Yes. So I the haven't. Fish. I haven't shout even, out to the fish. I haven't even <laughs> shout out to the fish. I haven't even had one of their pies yet. No, I haven't. Mm. Um. All the all the pizza in town is great. It's it really all great, is. right? It is. It is. But. There, so what's your New Haven there are go-to? My, so my New Haven go-to, and it's not only just for the pizza, but the atmosphere and the vibe, I've, I've always really dug it, is bar. Sure. Yeah, we didn't bring up bar. Yeah, I just... Yep. Eh, just something about Nothing it I, I like really it. like. Nothing I mean, like it. Is, is the pizza any glaringly different than any other New Haven style? Not necessarily, because honestly, when you have them all, they, they all taste... They all, they all have their own you know twist and whatever but they all have a little similar taste so bar definitely because the vibe and like they have their own brews and it's just it's cool i really dig it there i really dig yeah, it the there. vibe is, is and they mix unique. it up a lot like like you do um things change a lot the menu they're always doing seasonal things and yeah 
it's a lot of fun. But the original tomato pie from Frank Pepe's, it's only available for like a few months during the summer. That, that's that's definitely that's a, a major, thing, right? major they favorite. They got the billboard up on 84. Yep. Yeah. And then, honestly, around here, I got to say, Good Old Days is is probably my number one, man. I really love it. I love what you do. I love Thin and Crispy. I love... I love the I love the pizza you make. I have cool. said Stanziato's and and you know not not that I don't like going anywhere else because I always go to all the places around here. Thanks. But I think Good Old Days is is definitely a force to be reckoned with. So cool. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on. Get home safe. All right. Over there in Pauling, <laughs> <laughs> and have a good night. Back to the woods. Thank Later. You. Thanks, buddy. Huge thanks once again to my guest on the podcast today, Matt Stanzak. Thank you so much for coming by the studio and chatting. So happy for all your continued success, and I wish you nothing but the best, buddy. By the way, happy belated birthday. I know your birthday was this week that the podcast came out. What a coincidence. Hope you had a great day, my friend. Yet again, just like that, another episode of Sweeten Up is in the books. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate your feedback. As a reminder, you can play the podcast with the help of your smart speaker by simply saying, play the podcast Sweeten Up with Jeff Spencer. Thank you as always to my best friends, the guys who make it all possible, post-production and music Morgan Lutzi, art director Kurt Vinci, editor and writer Nick Passacreta, and big thanks to Devin Sapelli. Next week on the podcast, I will be joined by the great and powerful Jeff Tavey. Chef Tavy and his wonderful wife, Steph, are the owners of Taproo in Bethel, Connecticut. Tavy previously served as the executive chef of Kawani in Westport, Connecticut, a Japanese izakaya serving globally inspired small plates and ramen, and Oaken Almond in Norwalk, a new American restaurant featuring farm-to-table wood-fired fare. Prior to bringing his simple and seasonal cooking style to Connecticut's booming restaurant scene, Tavy earned his stripes all over the globe. His resume includes positions in Thailand, St. Pierre, Singapore, and beaches, Turks and Caicos, as well as stints at Abigail Kirsch and Union Square Cafe in his native New York. But until then, you know the deal. Stay safe, stay healthy, love you all, peace. Peace.